Welcome to the Massage Life Podcast. My name is Jordan Pearson. I am a CPA, and I'm here with my wonderful wife, Melissa, who's a registered massage therapist. And we're founders of the Online Wellness Institute, and today we're talking about mobile massage. Is that right? Yeah. Episode three of what, eight, nine? How many of these <laughs> no. are we doing? <laughs> I, I was originally just going to do the two, but then I thought, well, we could do one more bonus This segment. has really turned into like a mini course on mobile massage. <laughs> we should have so. We should have made it this official. I don't know. <laughs> No, so do you think people should go back and listen to the first two episodes, or what do you... Yeah, it might make more sense if you go back and listen to the previous two. Okay, or you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. Right. There's no rules. True. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this this week I was thinking we could just talk about uh, like a step-by-step walkthrough of what I do. Right. I, I feel like a lot, of, a lot of what I do is like really common sense, but maybe it just seems common sense to me because I've been doing it for a couple of years now. It's just, I'm used to it. Right. But I do remember first starting and like not knowing what I was doing and so it's nice to just kind of hear what someone else does and maybe you'll get some ideas 100% you do not have to do everything that I do this is your practice you can run it any way you want these are just suggestions and the things I do that have worked for me Mm -hmm. and take what you want leave what you want yeah like I said there's no rules (laughs) yeah that's awesome yeah. So, like I said, we'll just do kind of uh, step by step from the. I'll very be beginning. more behaved this time. Really? You promise? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right. So, yeah, I w- I thought we could start with booking. So, my biggest advice for booking massages is to automate as much as you can. When you're working for yourself as a mobile practitioner, you're mostly doing massages. It's hard for you to pick up the phone because you're either working or driving. And so you need to have a way for people to be able to book. So I'm a big proponent of online booking, as you know, I've talked about lots before. And automate other things too, like even collecting their insurance information. You can do that with most most platforms. And uh, usually I look at kind of at my whole week ahead of time and you know maybe on Sunday, see who I have that week. And I check to make sure their intake forms are filled out. So if it's a new client, check to see that they've actually filled out those worms just because you've emailed them to a person <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean yeah, you filled them out yeah. um, and if they haven't to send it to them again if they still haven't filled it out then you might need to follow up with a phone call the intake form is really important I always make sure that my clients fill out the intake form it's one of the ways that I screen my clients you can tell a lot from, from the intake uh, just on what kind of services they're looking for in that so that part's important What's a red flag? Like if they put down occupation accountant, that's like an obvious red <laughs> flag. I'm not going to come see you. <laughs> no. Um, red flags are, are like if they don't fill it out at all um, or if they don't fill it out really thoroughly. Right. Right. And maybe and we already then, talked about this. I can't remember. Yeah. I think we talked about a few red flags, but sometimes they'll just put like, it says, what's your purpose of for a massage? And they'll say relaxation, which could be legitimate concern for sure like that that's fine if they have it but then they fill out nothing else it's like just sometimes interesting and so sometimes i'll follow that up with a phone call and just be yeah. like just find out more information um so and, the, the thing that came to my mind sorry to yeah, you off, no, the, you, so you're talking about automation and i think the reason why it's so important to have a booking and billing program that you use is so that all of your sales are recorded in one place right, right? so with jane you can run a sales report and that'll have a summary of all of your sales for that that whole month mm-hmm. right and that's what i use when i when i do your bookkeeping i run your sales report for the previous month that's the sales that i enter and then we have to do a cash reconciliation to make sure that you've collected everything that you've billed for but i was talking to a registered massage therapist uh a couple weeks ago and she didn't have like a set booking and billing software that she used mm-hmm. and uh and so she she was she had there was no one report that she could run mm-hmm. to know exactly what her sales were mm-hmm. and it and she was struggling because it was it had made the accounting a bit of a nightmare for her right. because she's collecting payments from all of these different sources right Dire- you know direct billing to insurance companies cash e-transfer maybe some square payments so you have all these different sources of of uh, cash coming in mm-hmm. and it's just so hard to reconcile that to a sales ledger if you don't have if you don't have that in one place you know what I mean mm-hmm. right so the nice thing about using Jane is it's all like everything is there yeah you can run all those reports really fast and easy right and there's tons of different reports you can do like you can pull up reports on like your stats on how many new clients did you see over this time frame and how many were repeat clients and things like that like I find it really helpful 
Yeah. Yeah. It saves you a lot of time, right? Yeah. You can you can put all that information into a spreadsheet if you wanted to. That's just going to take a lot of extra time and it, it there's a there's room for errors when you do it that way, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and it's so worth it. So you pay you pay $100 for Jane. Mm-hmm. You use the the one that's integrated with Telesee claims so you mm-hmm. can directly bill. Right, that's insurance. another way that I've tried to automate yeah, things. Automate things. Yeah. So a lot of people they they're afraid of that because it's another cost, but if it's going to save you uh, you know, 10 hours each month, mm-hmm. like that's more than worth it. Mm-hmm. Right? Your time is so valuable, especially when you're mobile, you're spending a lot of time driving and things it's like you got to save every minute that you can. Yeah. And so, yeah, automating things. Well, especially for you, right? I mean, we have three kids. Right. I work a full-time job. We're running the Online Wellness Institute. We mm-hmm. also just started a soap company. Like, we just have so many things on the go. Mm-hmm. The last thing we need is trying to reconcile, you know, sales reports from 10 different sources. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, yeah. Yeah. And even just booking, right? If you only allow people to book by messaging you on Facebook Messenger yeah. or something. It's like, then you do this back and forth. And it's like, I don't have time. <laughs> I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. And so really when you when you pay for a system, it's like you're paying for a receptionist. You're paying for an assistant. Yeah. And so it's worth it. It's worth it. $100 a month is much cheaper than actually hiring an assistant. And, and try it out. I mean, from our experience, it has been worth it. Right. Like, but for, you know, the, you can try it out if you don't like it. You're not locked into any contract. You can go back to the old-fashioned way of doing things. And maybe for some people who are just seeing, you know, one or two mobile clients a week and the rest of the time they're at a clinic, maybe it doesn't make sense for you. It depends on your setup, so. Yeah, that's fair. Like every, yeah, that's totally true. Everybody's situation is different. Yeah, and I think that is pretty common that people just take a few mobile clients on the side and the rest of the time they work at a clinic. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so you have your clients booked in. You're ready to go. Um... Yeah, the next step that I do, so obviously check my schedule for the day, and um, I pack my bags. So how I pack my bags is I have my table. Usually I just leave my table in the car. Technically, they recommend that you do not leave your tables in the car, um, both for if it gets too cold or too warm. It can wreck the table. It can warp it. Right. And so you're supposed to bring it inside, but... I don't, because <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't you have a problem not too long ago with where the table froze? Like oh, the head, yeah, yeah, it was the, so head, bad. the face cradle. The face cradle was legit frozen solid. <laughs> like, it was so. Yeah, and I was like telling the client, I was like, I am so sorry. I tried to like warm it up, but it was, yeah, it was yeah. bad. <laughs> and then uh, I had another time too, when a few times over the summer, I actually do try to bring it in over the summer because in the summer, the Velcro on the the face cradle thing, it would like melt off. Yeah. And so, yeah, then it's like a big mess with the Velcro because it's like that adhesive, the adhesive melts. Yeah. And so that's bad. And then I also noticed, I don't know if you noticed on that one bag, so the the table cover bag is black, but (laughs) like, so we have a little hatchback car. Yeah, it's sun damage. It's all bleached on the one part where the window is. (laughs) So it makes it look really ghetto. But, um, so yeah, technically I'm just bringing it in, but whatever. Um, but yeah, then I have, so I do bring in always my bag. So I have a big duffel bag. I bring that in after every massage when I come home. And so I pack it with a lot of the a lot of the things stay in there all the time. So I have my table heater in there. I have a little foldable stool. I have um, a first aid kit. I have um, like a little a little bag of emergency things that if I forget, like a face cradle cover or extra oil, hand sanitizer, stuff like that. I have a, a vinyl cover for over the table heater. That's important to have another barrier between. And what else stays in there? Uh, cleaning supplies, uh, the oils, all of that I put into a little um, con- like plastic container. So that pretty much all lives in there. And then I keep my linens in a separate bag. So I just use one of those um, pillow covers, like a, like water- a waterproof yeah, pillowcase Yeah, waterproof cover. pillowcase cover. Yeah. For two reasons I use those. Like one, it zips closed. I've seen some people store them in just a pillowcase, but it doesn't zip closed. So mm-hmm. linens are spilling out all over the place. And also, it's nice for it to be waterproof because what if the the sheets get sweaty or something and then, like the water, you know, the liquid comes out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's what I'm the trying liquid. to say, the liquid <laughs> might seep through the seep through the pillowcase. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have fair warning. I have like a sinus cold or something today, and my head feels very stuffy. So if I make no sense today, <laughs> fair warning. I don't know that <laughs> we ever make excuse. sense. So it's, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it probably sounds no different than usual. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, the. The pillowcase cover is where I put the linens, so like flat sheet, fitted sheet, uh, towels, 
face cradle cover. I mean, you guys all know this basic yeah. stuff. But um, so I pack one of each of those bags for each client. So say I have three clients in a row, I'll pack a separate one of those little bags for each person. So that when I go in, I'm not bringing in three sets of sheets into each house. Like mm-hmm. that's dumb. So I just have that separate bag, bring one bag in. I like stick it in the in the big duffel bag, bring that in. And then after that massage, just toss that one in my trunk and then put in a new pillowcase cover with, with sheets in it in. And then, uh, yeah, so all the clean linens are in there. And then I just use that same pillowcase bag for the dirty linens afterwards. Right. So it's pretty, pretty slick, easy way of packing it. And then, yeah, a lot of people ask what type of car is best for mobile massage. And the best type of car is the car you have. Like, don't go investing in a new car. I mean, you could. Um, but we just have like a little hatchback. Yeah, I think a hatchback, a hatchback would, would yeah. be the, the best. Right. I'm just trying to imagine... Mm-hmm what it would be like with a standard sedan. I had one friend who fit her table in it, in a trunk like that. Yeah. So you'd have to try it out, I guess. But yeah, hatchback is a lot easier because then you can leave the table like standing up instead of laying it down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like our car is really tiny, but it fits in there fine. And uh, then we also have a minivan as well. And the minivan is nice because it has that like the trunk button on like the key fob where you can like open the trunk with just the button instead of right. opening it that actually is really handy so um yeah either of those work really well and i usually put my table in the trunk and then i put my bag usually on the front seat uh usually doesn't fit in the same space as the table and then yeah that's how i i packed up i do try to also sometimes bring water with me snacks things like that <laughs> like if you're if you're on the go all day <laughs> Yeah, and then I do communicate with clients about how early I arrive for the appointment. So I I tell my clients I arrive five to 10 minutes prior to their appointment. So if they book a two o'clock massage, then I'm there usually around 1.50. I I aim for 10 minutes before, but the five minutes is just in case there's bad traffic or I get lost or whatever. Right. I like to leave, I like to give them a time frame instead of like an exact time because if I'm one minute late now I'm late. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I give kind of a buffer. Um, I know there's been some discussion among mobile therapists on, yeah, how much time in advance you should arrive. Obviously, it's going to be personal preference. I find ten minutes is is good. You don't want. I heard one person said they they arrived thirty minutes before. <laughs> thirty minutes. Yeah, it's like. If it's taking you 30 minutes to set up, you're taking too long. It should not take that long. Right. You need to either practice setting up faster or eliminate some of the things you're bringing. I don't know. I don't know why you would need that much time. <laughs> 30 minutes. Yeah. And then so Was it just because they needed that much time to set up or I don't do you know? know? I'm not sure. Maybe they included their intake in that time frame too or I'm not sure. Huh, interesting. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't leave more than 15 minutes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever say it's going to be more than 15 minutes. I think 10 minutes is like perfect. Yeah. So remember that, that one time we had a mobile massage therapist come over to treat both of us and uh, we got the times mixed up. Oh yeah. That was my bad though. Yeah. I think she was supposed to come at, at 8.30, but she came at 8. Well, I, I can't remember. It was something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so she was, she was here 30 minutes earlier than I expected. Right. And I was in the middle of you know, I was sleeping the floor. I was like frantically trying to clean the house before she arrived. Right. And it just totally threw me off because she showed up right when I was, you know, trying to do all those things. Me thinking I had another 30 right. minutes and I had, and she was on time. It was. Yeah. It was, wasn't her fault. Yeah. It, it wasn't was her fault. fault. It was our fault. But that does. Yeah. But yeah. If you're, you off. Yeah. If you, if you book an appointment with a mobile RMT and you expect, okay, my, you know, the therapist is going to come. You know, I would expect her to come five, ten minutes before my appointment, which is at two o'clock, and then she shows up at one thirty. Yeah. Right. That would be so stressful. It'd be stressful. Yeah. And so, I think the most important thing is just communicating that to yeah. your client. And like, I know some practitioners, they arrive at two o'clock. If you book at two o'clock, they arrive at two o'clock. Then they take ten minutes to set up and start the massage at two ten, and then they end the massage at three ten. Like they still massage for an hour. Right. But um, but they arrive right at the time of that you've scheduled. And that's fine too. Like either way, I think is fine. It just needs, to, like you said, be you clearly to, communicated. Yeah. You have to communicate to the client. Yeah, and several times because you're like, oh, it was in my policies. It's like, yeah, no one even reads the policies, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to say it several times. So I have it on my booking page, like pretty bold at the top, and then it's also in my text reminders. That's another thing you should definitely automate is reminders. Um, well, that's one of the things you get with Jane, yeah. right? So it's again, it's one of the things that you pay for. Yeah, it's amazing. So that you can do an email reminder. And a text reminder. And the text reminder, you can pick how 
how early to send it out. Yeah. And the best time I'd recommend is two hours. Um, the day before is not as helpful. Like for forgetful people like me, I'm like, cool. And then the next day I forget it. <laughs> like, yeah. Two hours is a perfect amount of time because they're not going to forget it in two hours. And it's enough time like that if say they're like shopping at the mall, like across the city, it's enough time to like get their crap together. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's right? really smart. Yeah. It's yeah. enough time that they could get back home, get their house cleaned or whatever. Right. It's like, oh crap. I have a massage in two hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a sweet spot. The two hours. And it's a lifesaver. I've only ever had two experiences where I've showed up and the person's like, oh, I totally forgot I had a massage. Yeah, yeah. One person, they got the text reminder. They heard it. They just didn't check their phone. They're like, oh, I just thought it was a text from my mom or whatever. Like, right. they, they forgot about it. And I was there and they're like, oh, it's fine though. Like, they weren't doing anything. Like, it was not a big deal. Um, she was just a little flustered, but it uh, wasn't a big deal. And then the other person, she was just like a forgetful new mom. And she was like, oh, I totally knew I had a massage. I got the text reminder, but then she forgot and <laughs> was like heading out the door when I arrived. She like had her shoes and coat on and she was about to take her kid to daycare. And I was like, oh, wait. So hi. within the span of two hours, like she got yeah. the text. She got the text and forgot. Yeah. <laughs> right. I felt really bad for her. I was laughing. We were both just laughing. So yeah. much. she's like, I'm a hot mess. And so it was fine because I did have a bit of buffer time. So I was like, it's fine. Go drop your kid off at daycare. It was like down the street. Yeah. And I just like hung out in my car for a little bit until she came back. <laughs> it's just like, oh, geez. That's when your bag of snacks comes in. Yeah, home, exactly. Right? <laughs> I should bring a book in there too. Um, but yeah, the, the text reminders are awesome. And really it is one of the hugest benefits of being a mobile therapist is that I don't get a lot of cancellations or no-shows. Cancellations, I guess we all get cancellations, but I've never had a no-show. Like I've never had where I go <laughs> right. to someone's house and they're not there, right? right? Like right. I, I'm actually curious if I, how many other clients did forget and they just don't say anything and they just pretend like oh, I'm <laughs> sure that's about it. Like, oh, hi! Inside they're yeah. like, oh my goodness, totally forgot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so as long as I'm on the ball and like I've never forgotten to go to someone's house and keep myself organized. Like you have clients. I hated that working in a clinic and you get no shows. That's the Does worst. that happen a lot? Yes. When I worked at a spa. What's wrong with people? Why I would you not know. show up? I guess, you know, things, things happen. I shouldn't yeah. say that, right? There are emergencies, things come up. Yeah. But to just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You just don't write it in your calendar and right. you forget. That m- must be the biggest thing. You should just forget. Like maybe my life isn't exciting, like isn't very exciting. It's like when I book in a massage, that's like <laughs> the, the only, only thing to look forward literally to. Literally <laughs> the only thing I care about. It's like, <laughs> I know it's like circled and yeah. red in the calendar. Book it like two months in advance. Yeah. It's like, all right. It's like <laughs> Counting the happy, down the days. The happiest moment of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is a nice perk because it is annoying if you work in a clinic, especially if it's the middle of the day. Yeah. And you don't have enough, like one hour is not enough time to like go back home or anything. So you're just kind of stuck sitting in your clinic, like organizing the sheets in the cupboard or something. <laughs> yeah. We should do a, an episode on cancellation policies Ooh, yeah. and, juicy. and you know, do you charge? Mm-hmm. Like what's the, yeah, there's a lot that we could talk about mm-hmm. there. That's true. Okay. Write that down for next time. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, let's yeah. keep going. Okay, I'm getting stuck here. All right. So, okay, so I've arrived a few minutes early. I go knock on the door. Oh, one thing I was going to say is if you are too early, don't park in front of their house and just wait until the appropriate time because it's kind of creepy. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. it's just kind of awkward because the person like, maybe sees you out the window and they're like, oh, crap, the massage therapist is here. And then they start doing that frantic cleaning their house or whatever. Whatever, yeah. And, uh, and then you don't come in for another 10 minutes. It's like, what's going on? And so if I'm early, I do not park in front of their house. I'll like park around the corner yeah. a, few, a block away or something and wait until the appropriate time. And then I head over to their house. Uh, I also try not to park in their driveway. If there's space uh, just on the street, I'll park on the street because you don't know if someone needs to come or go or block someone into their, into their garage. I've actually done that before. I've been like in the middle of a massage and a spouse will come and be like, I'm so sorry, but your car is blocking mine. And I've had to go out and move my car. Yeah. And I was like, okay, note to self, just don't park in the driveway. And now if I do, sometimes there isn't street parking. If I do park in the driveway, I let them know. I say, hey, I'm parked in your driveway. Is that okay? Or do you need me to move? Yeah. It's like... Again, just communicate with your client. It's so key. Yeah. Like a good marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you have a customer that left you... not, Not a customer, a client that left you an angry note? Oh, yeah. I don't think it was from the client. I don't know yet. So I parked... It was. It is kind of hard when houses to have driveways in the front because there's often not too much space between the driveways to park. Right. And so I parked in between, and 
I thought I had enough space between the two driveways, but when I came back out, there was an angry note on my windshield that said, you're blocking my driveway. If you ever do this again, I'm calling the police and like freaking out. It's like, like, calm down. I was literally like an inch into the driveway. I was like, oh, just drive around it. You're fine. But I don't know if it was from my client because while I was massaging that person, the spouse did come home and I was like, oh, I wonder if they just thought I was a random person. Right. Because I was kind of blocking both driveways a smidge. So I don't know if it was theirs or the neighbors. Right. So now I like put in their chart. I was like, be really careful where you park around there. You're like, you're going to the police call them. Can you call the police for someone blocking your driveway? Probably. I mean, sure. You can call the police for anything. The police aren't going <laughs> to respond to something like, like that. Sorry, dealing with a murder over like, here. <laughs> sorry, Karen. We got something bigger going on. Like just, you're, you're fine. <laughs> you'll live. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so usually I carry both my table and my duffel bag up to the door at the same time. Like a I'm, bouse? Yeah, because I'm one of those people that, like, with the groceries and stuff, you just, like, drape them all yeah. up your arms. I'm like, I am not taking trips. <laughs> so I usually bring them both up, uh, up to the door at the same time. And then I do knock on the door instead of ringing the doorbell because sometimes people have babies and the babies are sleeping. And if you ring that doorbell, that mother or father is going to be very yeah. angry. <laughs> They're going to murder you. <laughs> You're never going to invite yeah. you back. I mean, that just happened to us tonight while you were putting this list together. This is true. Yeah, we had... Were you writing that very thing? No, and that would have been funny. That would have been so funny. I was writing this list. Yeah, so it was, you know, 8.30, and we had just yeah. finished putting the kids to bed, and then someone rings the doorbell. It's I like, was like, how dare you? Like, what? What is happening? And uh, it was a friend. It was fine. They were dropping something off. We're very grateful that they came by, but anyways, it was just... Yeah, and, not, the, and then yeah, one of do. our kids came on and was like, who's here? And I'm like, go back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is annoying. So yeah, knock if you can. Oh, obviously, if they don't come when you knock, then you can ring it. But um, that is one consideration I have. And then, yeah, I come in, introduce myself, and I ask, where would you like me to set up today? So don't just assume where they want you to set up. But like on the trampoline in the backyard. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, I actually have like a bucket list thing where I want to do an outdoor massage. Like in someone's backyard. Like we live, so we live in Chestermere and it's a lake community. And I really want to set up in someone's backyard that's on the lake. It's like a dream of mine. I'll probably hate it. There'll probably be like bugs flying into my face and like yeah, birds chirping know. my ear. Well, and it'd be weird. Like, so I'm just thinking about the client, right? They dress down <laughs> to their undies and then get on the table and it's like their neighbor is looking out the window like, like what is happening what is up with mrs jones why is she butt naked in the backyard <laughs> no no there's a way to do it okay because when we were in massage school we, we had to massage each other in this room full of people right there's a there's a method the method is the house coat method so you need okay. to have a house coat okay it's a trick you get on the table you kind of have to have the other person help you so you get on the table underneath the sheet, and then you have to shimmy out of the house coat. <laughs> and then you have the person kind of hold the top sheet and pull out the house coat. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Well, you have quite a few clients on the lake. You should just ask. I know, but it's kind of awkward. Like, can we set like, up outside? Can I massage you outside? <laughs> uh, oh, well, good luck with that. Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't just assume where to set up. I ask them. I've set up in all sorts of places. Living room, bedroom, basement. Those are the three most common. I want to set up in someone's front entrance, like right by their front door. Actually, that, really? that was like a couple times. And it was fine. It was a little squishy, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> like, the, sometimes is, people don't have space anywhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is that the weirdest place you've set up? Um, What's the weirdest place? That was probably the most just like awkward because there wasn't a ton of, a ton of room. Right. Uh, and the Amazon delivery guy comes by. Like, well, I've had Am- lots of Amazon delivery guys come by during massages. I have to answer the door. Well, not for Amazon, but sometimes people are like, I don't know who that is. Go get it. And yeah, one time, <laughs> one time I had to go answer the door because they wouldn't stop ringing. Usually it's just like, ah, oh, just ignore them. It's probably Amazon. Yeah. I kept ringing and ringing. And I was, yeah, set up in the living room, like right there. I was like, oh, well, if I open the door now, they're going to see my client like on the table. So the person was like, go check the door. So I opened the door just like a crack. And I was like, hello. <laughs> I think it was during COVID too. I had like full mask on and stuff. And they're like, what's happening? Yeah. And they opened the door and they're like, um, your cat is like meowing and meowing at your door. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I'm just a massage therapist. And then the cat like comes running in. And my client was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> they're so like funny. cat escaped or whatever. And then was just like wanting back in. Right. And right. the person was just walked by and was like this cat like <laughs> scratching yeah. at the door 
<laughs> so yeah, yeah, there's lots of fun things that happen like that. That's probably the same person that left an angry note on your car. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like, go home, Karen. <laughs> So yeah, I think the most important thing is you just have enough room, right? I've had some people say, oh, I'd like to set up here, but is there enough space? And it'll be like in their bedroom and there's just clearly not enough room. And I have to say, I'm sorry, there's not. And then you set up somewhere else. Sometimes people are really hesitant to ask me to set up downstairs or upstairs because they feel bad for me to walk up or downstairs. But I would rather often set up in the basement if there's more room. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I would rather take the stairs and not be squished. Yeah. So I let them know that. I'm like, don't worry about the stairs. Like, let's just find a a space that has enough room. Right. Table's light for that reason. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I keep losing my my spot here, my notes. Okay. So after I, um, okay. So for setting up, sometimes it's awkward to have people watch me set up. Like, I don't know why. Okay. And like, I'm like fumbling over my stuff. Like I've done it a million times, right? But now I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, dee, dee, dee. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like <laughs> dropping things. It's like super awkward. It's like when you, you know that experience when you walk, I think there's a term for it. When you walk away and you know someone is watching you, it's like you forget how to walk. Like you just feel, I'm sure you don't look weird, but you just like, have you ever experienced no, this? No, you showed me this TikTok of that recently of someone was like, me walking with someone watches me and he like walks all weird. I was yeah. like, I don't get it. And you're no, no, explaining no. this to yeah. me. And I was like, I have never it's experienced thing. this it's in my thing. life. Yeah. If I know that someone is walking, like looking at me as I walk away, or I perceive <laughs> that someone is watching me while I walk away, is like, I just forget how to walk. And I just, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the most fascinating thing to me. If you've ever experienced this, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I'm sure it's similar. It's just like, I feel like yeah. I don't know what I'm doing because it's just uncomfortable. And they're trying to talk to me and it's like, I can't multitask. Like, just shoo for a minute, please. Right. And so, uh, yeah, if you feel like it's uncomfortable, a really good phrase to use. And sometimes I think it's uncomfortable for the client. I can sense that they're like, am I supposed to wait with you? Am I supposed to leave the room? Like they're kind of lingering in the doorway, like not sure what to do. Okay. And so I have a good phrase that I say, I say, so it usually takes me about five minutes to set up. Uh, I'll let you know when I'm ready. And so that kind of gives them permission. It's not, I'm not telling them to leave. It gives them permission. It gives them permission to leave. Cause I'm like, I'll let you know when I'm ready. Yeah. Like. It's, it's just a nice phrase. Like, just go hide in the pantry over there and just, <laughs> yeah, like, Just crush, pretend to go do something. Yeah, yeah, crush a bag of Doritos. Come back. Doritos again. That was Cheetos last time. <laughs> <laughs> if someone uh, listens just to this episode, they're going to have no idea what you're talking about. That's why they need to go back. Okay. Go yeah, back don't listen to the first, like, three episodes, because the audio, audio quality is not that great. Yes. I mean, it's the so audio quality of this like, now. <laughs> yeah, so much better. No. If only you guys knew. Okay. Remember that time I had to set up your table? Remember oh, I came? Oh, yeah. Why did, I, why did I do that again? Because I threw up my back. Again, with Mobile Massage, my biggest <laughs> tip is to invest in a light table. I didn't do that when I started, and I had like a 50-pound table. That's crazy that you still massage. Like you were well enough to massage, but not well enough have. to carry the table. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have worked. It was like a full family, and I felt bad for canceling them. And I was like, "Oh, if I don't, if I don't go, it's going to be like three hundred dollars I lose or something." Right. Right. And so, yeah. So I had that big heavy table, and so I had you come and help me set it up. And I, but it's funny because I don't remember telling the clients that I injured my back. I didn't want them to like feel bad for me or. What did you tell them? I can't remember. I think I said, oh, my husband's just helping me set up today. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably like, what is wrong with this woman? Yeah. Isn't that weird? I had seen them before, I think. I don't think it was the first time I had seen them. Yeah, you had seen them before. Yeah. And I remember you told me afterwards that she had said to you, oh, I think I know your husband. Oh, yeah. It was like one of those weird things where I was like, oh, I knew that person from forever ago. It's like, how do you know me? (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. So they leave the room. Uh, set up. If they do stay in the room, you can do a bit of small talk, obviously. And then I also do a, a basic assessment while I'm setting up too. Obviously, you're not going to get them to do like range of motion and that because you need to observe them doing that. But I'll just chat to them a little bit about what's going on. You know, like say, oh, I had a chance to look over your intake form. Like you're having headaches and you can like start asking a few questions about their headaches right. or whatever while right. you're setting up because it just saves on time. Like, I don't know, hit two birds with one stone, right? Like right. save yourself a bit of time. And then, um, yeah, when I'm setting up, this is oddly specific, but I like to put my supplies, like my, my bag, my duffel bag, and even my jacket, if I still have my jacket, I like to put all those things under the table. So I'm not like strewn all over their space. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like my storage area. Like everything's just kind of contained to this one area. Yeah. I like that. Also, I just thought about this too. Shoes. I know some 
mobile therapists want to wear their shoes while they're massaging that's fine i would just bring a change of shoes if you're going to do that like don't track in your dirty shoes into their house um i personally just surely no one's ever done that oh i'm sure people have that's insane well, what like Americans walk all in, around in their house? Okay, all let's the time. not judge the Americans. <laughs> that's a good thing. That's normal. <laughs> there are some people in America that listen to this podcast. That's fine. Okay. They, there are. There are. Yes. Wow. Yes. I remember. Okay, this is a really funny joke. One time, our daughter, she was like three, and uh, one of us had took our like we're wearing our shoes in the house for a second to like grab something, and she's like, "What are you American?" Yeah. <laughs> She was that like, was Abby? Yes. Yeah, that's so funny. I was funny. like, what? How do you even know that? Yeah. How did you learn? Where did you learn that? <laughs> I don't know. It was really funny. It's so funny. Abby's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I just massage in my socks. And I actually really like just wearing socks when I massage. I think it's fine. Um, just leave your shoes at the front door. Just get a pair of slippers. I actually used to work at a spa and lots of the therapists would wear slippers and then they got in trouble. They're like, you can't wear slippers. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of what slippers part? though? Were they like princess slippers or <laughs> bunny slippers like bunny slippers <laughs> i don't know they were like legit slippers <laughs> that's so funny because there's some nice house slippers that i think would be okay right like that more look like kind of like moccasins almost no are you sure what are you thinking like like you know those old man <laughs> slippers that old men wear i would not wear old man slippers for massage i want a pair of old man slippers <laughs> okay i'll get them for you for father's day okay thank you you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> They have to be a good pair. You have to talk to Doug. What? He's from the UK. Oh. He promised me many years. I've never forgotten this. He promised me many years ago that he would buy me a pair of these slippers. They're like big in the UK. Oh. And uh, he never did. And I've never forgotten that. <laughs> never, ever bought don't, me those slippers. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Thanks goodness. for nothing, Doug. <laughs> I'm sure Doug doesn't listen to this. <laughs> oh, he will now. I'm going to send oh, it to him. Geez. Okay. So then... After you've set up, you do your intake, explain how to how they get set up on the table, and then ask where you can wash your hands. So don't assume what bathroom you can use to wash your hands. For example, just yesterday, I sat up in someone's uh, master bedroom, and uh, and I assumed I could just wash my hands in the ensuite bathroom. It was right there, right? Yeah. And so I think I said, oh, can I wash my hands right there? And she was like, oh, uh, actually, no. <laughs> She's like, can you use the one? It was just like around the corner. But she said, you should use that one. She's like, I made sure that one was clean. Yeah. Right, it's pretty classic. Someone's going to clean like one bathroom. They don't have to clean all their bathrooms. Right. And so don't assume where to wash your That's hands. That's a good lesson. Don't assume anything. Don't assume anything. You yeah. should ask about everything. Like you are being invited into someone's home. You don't just get to prance around like you own the place. Yes. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I mean, you probably shouldn't prance around regardless. <laughs> I can prance if I want to. Yeah. Okay. So another random thing about washing your hands, if, if you are in the ensuite or even like a nearby bathroom, make sure you lo- like close the door all the way. Yes. Um, just make sure you latch it so that they feel comfortable because they're in a little bit of a different setting, obviously, than in a clinic. And when they're in a the clinic, they, they have the control over that door. Right? right. They get to close the door and they feel safe and secure in that room. But when they're, especially in our home, they're in sometimes a big open space like a living room. They actually do feel quite exposed. And so yeah. they need to know that you're out of the way. Yeah. So go into the bathroom and make sure that they can hear that you've closed the door so that they feel comfortable and, and safe and secure. It's interesting because a lot of these things are things that you didn't really become aware of until you yourself had received a mobile massage. Hopefully those people don't no, listen no, to this well, podcast. No, no, no. And, I, and I'm not, so I'm not speaking bad about any of the people that we've had over. Right. They're amazing massage therapists. They're great at what they do. But the, those little things that we've noticed really go a long way, right? right? Not not to speak bad about that person. Like you don't, again, you don't really know. Yeah. You right? don't know what you don't know. You, yeah. It's things and you so, have, I'm sure someone, I'm sure there's things I've done that people are like, why did you do that that way? And I would yeah. love for someone actually to point those things out to me. Right. Because I'm always striving to be better. Yeah. And I'm sure there's things I've done that people are like, what? Why would you do that? Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> and so we can all learn from each other, right? I'll give, give tips. And yeah, then I, uh, this is obviously important, but just knock before coming back in. Right. So it sometimes feels awkward if you're like leaving the bathroom instead of entering a room, but like mm-hmm. just knock before you go back in and wait and listen for a response before you go back in. And then obviously next you give the massage. It's really interesting during a mobile massage because sometimes there's interruptions. It's just a very different setting than being in a clinical space, right? People might be coming in and out. Uh, there's often pets coming through. 
uh, you just kind of have to go with it. Like it's, it takes a little while to get used to, but I actually kind of like it. It's just like change of scenery and yeah. I don't know, it keeps it interesting. <laughs> um, dogs are one thing that is a little bit tricky. I'm not a huge dog person, but, um, I've Great. learned. You just lost, like we just lost like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a dog lover. I, I, it actually is kind of fun doing mobile massage because I get to like dote on the dogs for like a few minutes, but I don't actually have to like take them home with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. In fact, actually a client the other day, they had six puppies and they were like a week or two old and they were so cute. Yeah. <laughs> it was Oh, it made my day. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, I know for some people they ask clients to put their dogs away. And even though I'm not a dog person, I don't ask people to do that. And there's a few reasons for that. One, this is their space. Exactly. Yes. And, um, and so I, I don't ask them to do that. Second, someone did put their dog like in their basement once and the dog wouldn't stop whining and whining and whining the whole massage. And it was so distracting for both me and I'm sure the client, I kept asking like, don't, do you want to let your dog out? And he was like, no, but it was very, very distracting. Yeah. And so, uh, often people will put their dogs in another area or someone in the family will take the dog for a walk or whatever. Like I don't often have the dogs like in my space while I'm massaging. It's pretty rare. Um, but it does happen. Um, I've only had one really bad experience with a dog where the dog scratched my arm pretty bad. Yeah, it did. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. it was actually pretty bad. I was pretty upset about it. Um, that dog, what I had been there several times before and that dog always was like really excited whenever I come to, come to the door and jumping a lot. But the owner would usually like help it stay down. But this day I kind of like caught it weird. It was on the stairs and... I was trying to come up the stairs. I don't know. I kind of cornered it a little bit. It was just like mm-hmm. awkward and it was up high because it was up on the stairs and I was down still on the landing. And so it was kind of like at my like eye level almost. And um, yeah, I can't remember totally what happened, but it scratched like this huge scrape, probably from above my elbow all the way down to like my wrist, one long scrape. And I didn't notice it right away. And it bled, didn't it? Yeah. I didn't notice it right away because it was kind of like really chaotic. And then he was like trying to control the dog and because it yeah, like jumped up on me and then uh, I went upstairs to set up in like the bonus room and as I'm setting up, I'm like, Oh, my arm really hurts. I look down and it's like bleeding, not like dripping blood, but it was bleeding. It was a good scratch. It was a good scratch. And I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And then just like pause. And I was like, what am I supposed to do right now? Like, and so I just finished setting up. He wasn't in the room. He was downstairs. And so I finished setting up. And then when he came back up, I showed him, like, I didn't want to bandage it right away. Cause I just, I kind of wanted to show him. So I was like, um, your dog scratched me <laughs> and it was really uncomfortable. Like I just, I don't like confrontation or like uncomfortable situations. Right. And it was really difficult, but, and the shocking thing was that he was not apologetic. Not was, at all. No. He just said, Oh wow. Yeah. That looks like a good scratch or like something like he, and then he said, are you, he, I think he did say, are you okay? Mm-hmm. But he never said, I'm sorry. It was very weird. Hmm. Um, and so I just said, yeah, I just need to bandage it up. We obviously can't massage with like <laughs> bleeding wounds. Yeah. So I said, I'm just going to need a few minutes to, to clean up. Thankfully, I bring a first aid kit with me. And so I let him get set up on the table. I took my first aid kit with me into the bathroom. And then I had to like clean it and, and uh, put like a million. <laughs> I didn't have like one big bandage. <laughs> I, had to put, like, I had to put like eight band-aids on it. Oh, geez. It was so bad. And then... It actually made the massage really difficult because I often massage with my forearms and elbows and I couldn't. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, there was no fault. Fo- like he never followed up with me the next day or anything. It That's was terrible. It made me really upset. And then I was annoyed because I had to go do another massage right after. So I had to quickly zip home and put on a, I didn't want anyone to see it. So I put on a long sleeve shirt mm-hmm. to cover it. And then I had to massage just with my hands until it, until it healed. Yeah. Like a week or two or whatever until it healed. Did you ever see that client again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that dog still like, that dog is one of the ones that like wanders around stuff. Yeah, and it sheds so bad. Oh, that's the other tip. Bring a um, lint roller. Lint roller. A yeah. super a super sticky one. Yes, not dollar store ones. You have to have like super sticky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I keep one in in my trunk, and you can use it for yourself and your table. Because um, usually those table bags are black, and this is the yeah. The we'll include <laughs> we'll include a link in the show notes for yeah. a good one on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, I found some way better ones than yeah. I had before. Yes, it's so bad. Some some dogs shed so bad, and which is everywhere. fine. But yeah, yeah, you just need a good need lint to roller it. to like for clean your own your sake, table. and then for the next client's sake. I don't want to be going into another client's house and I'm dragging in all this dog hair. Yeah, just looks gross. It looks gross. Yeah, it's like who is this person <laughs> <laughs> barreling in with all this dog hair? 
yeah, so that dog experience, like, I don't know what I could have done differently, like, in the future or anything like that, but... You could have sued him. <laughs> <laughs> if it was any worse, I mean, I guess I could, but... Yeah. But it, it, it wasn't a terrible scratch. It was long, but it wasn't very deep. Right. Um, but yeah, just to be, you know, just be cautious around dogs. If it's a big dog, yeah, like, don't be afraid to, to ask your client to hold their dog or, you know, back up or whatever. You don't have to pretend to be like, oh, yeah, I love this dog and, like, let it lick your face or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to... Mm-hmm do that yeah and the other random uh, thing I was thinking is don't be nosy like so you're in someone else's space Mm. and you don't need to be like asking them questions about like things in their home for example like oh who's that a photo of on the wall or right I I don't know I can't even think of any other examples but it it reminds me of like the cashier at the grocery store like commenting on what you bought yeah yeah it's so awkward. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it taco night tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Susan, it is. Or it's yeah. like, oh, it's that time of the month I see. You've yeah. got like pads and chocolate. You're like, do you mind? <laughs> like, right? Uh, so even if it's not a comment that you would think would be uncomfortable, or even if it's a compliment, right? Like even if it's like, oh, I love the decor in here, or like I just try not to comment at all because it feels awkward. Once in a while, I'll comment on the decor like, oh my goodness, I love those chairs. Or if it's a, like a client that I've seen a lot and I notice they've changed something drastic or something, I'll comment yes. on that. Okay. Like, like pay a compliment. But mostly I don't really comment at all. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think that can go either way, right? Really? Like, I guess, again, I think it comes down to what kind of a relationship you yeah. have with that person. Right. Right? If it's a brand new client, maybe don't come barreling in and start commenting yeah. about their furniture whatever right Mm -hmm. yeah until you've built a relationship with that person yeah one funny thing that people always comment on our house just like random people not massage therapists but people so we live in a townhouse and people always when they come in they're like oh this is actually really nice in here (laughs) (laughs) and the word the throwing of the word actually is like what you like you weren't expecting it to be nice what were you expecting (laughs) Like, like, we're not peasants. (laughs) Like, like, I know they mean it as a compliment, but I'm like, "Mm, there's this weird undertone of like, like, they were not expecting it to be nice. Like, oh, this is actually nice. uh, (laughs) Rude. Maybe maybe we should move. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, just keep your weird comments to yourself. Um, All right. So you leave the room and you go wash your hands. And uh, usually I tell people like, Get up nice and slow versus take your time getting up because like I got to go. I got places to be. <laughs> so just say get up nice and slow. And then, uh, yeah, usually I'm the one who has to come back in versus them leaving the room since I'm often like in the ensuite bathroom or something. You can ask people to call out to you once they're dressed if you want. That's one way to do it. And then, yeah, you do your home care and then you pack up. Again, if it's awkward to have them watch you pack up. A phrase I use is, okay, I'll just be a few minutes here to pack up my stuff and then I'll be on my way. So again, it gives them some permission to leave. People kind of like, might like that too. You know, if they have, you know, dishes to unload from the dishwasher or they need to go check on their dog or whatever, like right. sometimes they don't right. want to stay around and chit chat with you. Some people do and that's fine. Like either way is fine, but I kind of just like to leave it in the client's hands and you can kind of sense that from them. Are they lingering? Like, are they kind of backing away, like trying to leave the room? Yeah. Or they want to stay, like, do they sit on the edge of their bed and chat with you, right? Just kind of pay attention to their body language and kind of give them permission to leave if they want to. And then, yeah, I wipe down all my oil bottles, the face cradle, table surface, and then I put those dirty linens back into that linen bag. And then I take payment at the door. Um, Most of the time I direct bill when I get back home. I can do some of the direct billing from my phone, uh, but usually for me I just find it easier to do when I get home. And then I also take a credit card on file within Jane in case there's a remaining amount. Um, or yeah, I also will take e-transfer or other things if, if needed. But yeah, just do that at the door. And then I try not to linger. Like there's nothing worse than a lingering guest. Again, yeah. they have places to be, things to do. Of course, you don't want to be like, see you later, and like go out super fast. But you don't need to chit chat in, the, in yeah. the doorway for a long yeah. time. And then yeah, and then I just head out. Um, Again, if I need to do anything in my car, like check my messages, or if I have time to kill before my next appointment, I don't sit in my car parked outside their house. I'll even just like drive down a block or two, so I'm not awkwardly sitting out there. And then, yeah, I email them a receipt, and then Jane also sends a follow-up email asking for a review. 
again, an automated thing that you don't need. I mean, you should follow up with your clients personally if, say, they had some, like, if it's a new client, that's a good idea. Or say you worked on something pretty, you know, say they were a little bit sore after the massage, you can follow up with them the next day if you need to. Uh, but yeah, like those automated ones that Jane sends out asking them for a review. And that's it. That's the complete walkthrough yeah, <laughs> of a awesome. mobile massage. Like I said, maybe that's all super common sense to you guys, but um, I'm always interested in seeing how other people do things and their like protocols and procedures. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thought I would share with you. And then one other thought that I had that we didn't totally touch on in our last episode, we did talk about pricing and like how you should set your rates, but I didn't talk about pricing like structure as far as like often people will have different prices for different things like travel fees and stuff. So I like to keep a flat fee that includes the travel. Um, I don't like to have a fee and then travel fee on top of that. Right. There's a few reasons for that. One is even just for um, submitting to insurance companies like the receipt. If it has a travel fee listed separately, they might not reimburse for that. It should just be one flat fee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also... Uh, yeah, I don't like having complicated travel fees. Like I remember when I first started doing mobile massage years ago and I just did it on the side, I had a weird structure where it was like, um, you know, the first 10 kilometers are free. Every kilometer after that's an extra dollar. And it was like, made it complicated for the client to know, well, how much is it going to cost me? And like, yeah. what is I be doing this math and back and forth and right. Keep it, it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Right. Like you could have it. If you do want, if you do need to have two separate pricing structures, like for example, within my city, I charge this amount and I do go to a nearby city and I charge this amount. That's fine. Two separate things, but try to keep it as simple as possible. Also, some, some people have uh, considered, and maybe they do it already, but having extra fees for stairs, they'll charge people like 10 extra dollars if they need to go upstairs. Seriously? Yes. Um, I don't recommend that. Um, I think that that people don't like to be nickel and dimed, right? Like you're gonna charge me five extra dollars to go up my stairs, like yeah, just seems, like just charge a premium. Yeah, charge a which premium for everybody. All of these things. Yeah. yeah, and some houses you might just set it set up right in front of the front door. Like other times you might be going up three flights of stairs. It'll yeah. all balance out in the end. Just keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah, I was talking to someone the other day about uh, she had stayed at a hotel a couple weeks back. And uh, they charged her fifteen dollars a day for Wi-Fi. Really? And yeah. And like I, what? I don't know that I've, I don't know, yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen that. Yeah, maybe back when like maybe that back was when a new Wi-Fi thing. was like yeah. a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like no, just just charge me more. Yeah, overall for, for the room, yes. right? Because I'm not gonna notice, you know, if it's you know one hundred and fifty dollars versus one hundred and sixty-five. Yeah, like, that's it's you, you'll get your fifteen dollars either way, mm-hmm. but the fact that you're Charging me, you know, $150 for the room and then $15 for Wi-Fi. It's like, yes. no, 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 I don't like that. Yes. Right? I don't want this idea in my mind that, like, I had to pay for this Wi-Fi. Yes. Totally. It's like, just charge me one flat rate for the room, which covers everything. Yes. Same thing for mobile massage. Mm-hmm. Right? Pick your premium that you're going to charge. And, and it charge includes it for- everything. Yeah. Yeah, some people even have, like, an added fee for gas. Like, oh, a fuel, a fuel surcharge. It's like... No, just build that into the fee. Don't have a surcharge. If you need to increase your prices because gas prices are going nuts, then just increase it overall. Don't add it as some little like hidden fee thing. And then it can, you know, it'll probably balance out at the end, right? You'll have the time when you just, you know, you you literally drive one kilometer. Then the other time when you have to drive 20 kilometers, it's like, well, you kind of won on the first appointment. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I also used to give a back-to-back discount. So if, you know, two people booked at the same house, then I would give 15% off or something like that. Uh, but again, I just, I'm trying to simplify my pricing and I don't offer that anymore. And one of the reasons why I don't is I used to think, oh, well, it's more convenient for me, right? I don't have to drive twice. But it's also more convenient for the client. Like, they like that too, right? It's a perk for them. Like, for me to just come, massage everyone in the family, they yes. appreciate that too. And mm-hmm. so it's like, they're still willing to book it that way. They're still willing to pay that price because right. it is convenient for them as well. Right. And yeah, so, that's interesting. yeah, I've gotten rid of that, that discount. Of course, I still love back to back seeing families. It's like my main thing that I love to do, but I don't offer a discount on it anymore. And yeah, another random note about, about couples is I used to have couples share sheets. I would just bring one set of sheets and 
massage both of them. And I would usually mention something like, oh, I hope you don't mind that I'm just going to have you share the sheets. And they're usually like, oh, yeah, that's fine. But then I thought afterwards, I was like, maybe people are just saying it's fine yeah. and it's not. We talked about this last episode about, you know, asking people to use their pillow or a chair or whatever. Right. And we're like, people say it's fine, but in their heads, they're like, no, that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought about that with the sheets and I was like, maybe people think that's disgusting. Yeah. It's like, my husband's gross. I don't like him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Like, who right. knows? And again, don't assume anything. Don't assume anything. Just bring two sets. So now I bring two sets of sheets and then I've had some clients, they see that I'm changing the sheets and they're like, no, 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 you don't need to do that. Like just bring one set for us. And then in that case, I'll like put a note in their chart and just bring one, one set of sheets in the future. But until they say something, I'm just going to bring two sets. Yeah. That's smart. And, uh, and like there's reasons why too. Like for example, one time I had a couple and, um, she must've just shaved her legs cause she had nicked her leg a little bit and there was some blood on the sheets. And then the, it was, I, I thought it was her husband or like, like common law spouse, but it was actually just a boyfriend. And I think they were newly dating oh, and I don't no. think they lived together. And, and you didn't have an extra I set didn't of have sheets? an extra set oh, of sheets. Shoot. I didn't even bring them because it's like, I try to pack light and I was like, why would I bring more sheets than oh, I need to? Shoot. Right. So I didn't oh, have shoot. another, and it was just like a little dab of blood. It wasn't anything major, but I had, had no option, other option than to just have him go next and use those yeah. sheets. And I was like, hopefully he just doesn't notice. I probably should have said something like, oh, that's just from her leg or like the whole thing was so awkward. Yeah. I remember just feeling yeah. so terrible. And so I was like, no, you first of all, yeah, you can't assume that those people even do live together. I don't know. Don't assume anything. Just yeah. <laughs> just bring two sets of sheets. Interesting. Yeah. And I think that's it. Again, if you guys have any questions about mobile massage, I love chatting about this stuff. You can find us on Instagram and ask questions there at Online Wallace Institute. And yeah, we're on TikTok and our website's onlinewellness.ca. We have lots of great courses for massage therapists. And yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing too is I know on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating, mm, right? Like, yes. So, so that people can learn about this podcast because we've, we've grown a fair bit when we launched this a couple months ago and we want to reach more people, right? Like, and not just for our own benefit, like it's, we really want to be helpful. I mean, that's why we started the Online Wellness Institute two years ago is we wanted to help therapists, right? Like the business courses that I've created the main driver behind that was, you know, there were a lot of therapists that struggled with these things. And so I wanted to put together a course that answered a lot of their questions. Uh, and it's been helpful to so many, so many people. And so uh, we want this podcast to reach more people. And we'd love to hear from you about, you know, things that you care about and want to learn about and talk about. Um, and so let us know. So if you, yeah, go give us a rating. Even if you don't like us, just give us a five-star rating and then tell us in the comments why you don't like <laughs> us, right? Or things that you want us to change or whatever. Um, we'd really appreciate that. So I think that's all though. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you guys next time. See ya. Bye.